Welcome to Bad, Boston Artists and Designers Podcast. My name is Calder. And I'm John. And today we have a special guest, Jillian King. Welcome, Jillian. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. So it's been a little while since we last were face-to-face, actually. I think Mm -hmm. two years, right? Yeah, I think so, because I left for, like, Vancouver for the spring of 2020. That's right. It's been a hot sack. Wow. Yeah, it has. So uh, tell us a little bit about you, um, what you studied, where you've been from. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So... Yeah, again, I'm Jillian. Um, I'm a designer, strategist, researcher. Um, I'm originally from Hingham, Mass, and Marblehead, Mass. And then, where have I been? I've been at, like, a few different companies. I've interned with, like, Fidelity Investments, Johnson & Johnson, Mercedes-Benz, and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. Um, so, kind of here, there, and everywhere, but just Quite curious about people, excited about storytelling. Nice. Now, uh... Did you know that you always wanted to be uh, some form of designer or artist, or was there a point along uh, the way that you kind of decided to go where you are? Yeah, so it wasn't really something I initially planned on growing up. I was really, really indecisive. So I was like, oh, you know, like maybe something will just speak to me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I took off um, like maybe like a few years of art just to like focus on band and like element middle school, like high school. And I realized if I wasn't doing something creative with my life, I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, so I think like college came around and To be frank, I didn't know what design really was, but I was like, you know, if I'm going to do it, I should try it out now. Maybe I'll fail. Maybe I'll go back to business or something, but Mm -hmm. I figured give it a go. Yeah. Um, So you knew you liked art in high school and younger, probably. So what was your education like? Like in general, college, high school? Um, Yeah. So let's do end of high school leading into college. Yeah, certainly. So I think like one pivotal moment I had was I went to this thing called like Art All States, which is where they gather. Yeah, they get a bunch of students from like all around Massachusetts to go make some installation art. And I think then was when I really realized I was like, oh, like design can be a profession because there are a lot of folks who are like, (laughs) I have a fine arts background and design is my backup job. So I was like, if I make design my first job, maybe I'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> which honestly is not a good way to frame it. I didn't know what design was until I got to college, but okay. <laughs> that was kind of like my intro into it. Um, I went to Texas for a year, um, my freshman year. Um, they have a bachelor of science in visualization at A&M, which I thought sounded real fancy. Um, oh, and wow. I also yeah, have a scholarship. Yeah. But I think I got there and I realized it was super technical. Um, yeah. So I ended up transferring to mass art at like literally the last minute. It was like April and I was like, I can't, I'm not an animation person. I don't watch movies. I don't play video games. Um, it wasn't a great fit. So I, yeah, transferred to mass art. Wow. And how did that transfer process go? Was it smooth? I feel like it's never smooth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was super chaotic because I had missed oh, pretty man. much. Yeah, I missed all the deadlines for transfer students essentially. So, yeah, I was scrambling. I didn't hear back from Mass Art until, like, mid-June. Um, I applied to, like, three schools. I got into all of them. But, like, as a transfer student, John, I'm sure you know, like, you're not really eligible for financial aid at all. No. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, I guess I can go to the state school. I ended up getting a scholarship from Taco Bell, so they, like, covered most of my stuff anyways. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, like, one of those random things, but... um. 
yeah like it was definitely really hectic I think I don't know I felt like I like missed that foundation year a little bit I don't know if you felt that way too like I love the transfer student community but there was a certain thing where yeah when you jump into your major you don't really meet a lot of people outside as easily yeah because without the foundation year it just going right into yeah you just kind of miss that like some of those connections that you have without having a freshman year by just immediately going into like sophomore year and that transfer but luckily for Mm -hmm. us we still kind of got some kind of like form of that by the dorm that we were staying in um so that was kind of nice um but yeah you just kind of jump right into it and you're just kind of scrambling and be like what's going on who's this what's that you already know each other damn Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah foundation year wasn't too important i mean it was valuable when it came to like meeting people across the campus but once i jumped into our major sophomore year i hadn't didn't have an advantage of who i knew really Mm-hmm. Um, except for the drawing for designers class I took freshman year. That's what kept me at MassArt. Because if I didn't have at least one class within the major I wanted, I would have left. <laughs> really? Yeah, foundation year was, I mean, I know it's important, but I was like, I don't want to be making sculptures with straw. Mm. Um, I don't want to be <laughs> going to the park and recording noises. I want to be designing. <laughs> so, yeah, I was on uh, my last last uh, legs with by the end of freshman year. But... I'm glad I held that. Now, Jillian, beforehand, though, you, uh, you came in, you weren't in industrial design before that, right? You were in graphic design. So oh, what wow. made you do that switch, too? Yeah, so <laughs> I think initially, so I didn't really a, know what graphic design was, um, mm-hmm. but, like, I knew I was, like, I really want to learn the process, right? And for me, a lot of the richness comes from, like, the research and talking to people, Um, So I did graphic design for a semester. That program is top-notch, no qualms about it. But I realized, like, I really wanted to sink my teeth into, like, the research bit a bit earlier because for them, they just don't really introduce, like, case studies and things like that until senior year. Um, And also with graphic design, it's very much like you're either doing digital or print. Um, So industrial design is, like, a little more open-ended in that sense as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you have a particular project that you've most enjoyed working on? Oh, goodness. Hmm. I mean, I think, like, way back, my first project ever, um, it was, like, this design elective. It was senior level, and I had no experience in the design process. Um <laughs> But it ended up being like one of the biggest learning transformational design moments for me in the sense that um, we were like co-creating an arts curriculum with like local students. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was both eye opening and thinking about like my own biases that I bring to the table when it comes to design and like what role co-creation can have in design. So I think for me, that was Mm -hmm. just like not my best project, but like a really eye opening and like important moment. Yeah, a good stepping stone, like, really jumping off into this whole new world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think me and um, Chad and Robin did a design competition freshman year. We were had no idea what we were doing, but it was, you learned so much, especially when it's something that you're just like, okay, going in blind, mm-hmm. let's figure it out. It can be the most teaching kind of moment. <laughs> yeah. Now... From I remember from seeing your amazing work back in the studio, but also like looking through your stuff, you seem to have, from what I can tell, a certain type of like uh, style or something like that when it comes to like almost like this kind of comic-y uh, kind of style. It's like very like with your drawings and stuff. Would you say that you have a particular kind of style, or are you just kind of more open-ended with that? 
Yeah, I think it's definitely evolved over time, and a lot of the way I draw just comes from the mediums that I'm used to using, if that makes sense. Like, I have, like, a regular mm-hmm. sketchbook practice where I'm always using, like, a brush pen and maybe one spot color, and I think that kind of translates into my work in turn. Okay. Do you enjoy storyboarding? Because that seems to be a common, a common theme, I think. Ooh, I think, like, I don't know if I per se enjoy it, but I think it's a really good tool for, like, storytelling, if that makes sense. Like, I really like comics. There's kind of, like, an overlap there as well. Yeah, because I just noticed, remember, from, like, all your presentations, you'll always, like, seem to be able to, like, add this little bit of zhuzh in there for, like, (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of zhuzh for, like, Mm -hmm. these little comic kind of characters, like, really brightens up or really pops out certain elements that you're trying to tell. Uh, within the presentations that you'd be giving and I'm like I always notice that I'm like wow okay Jill no thank <laughs> I you. you I see you yeah no I think it's really easy especially with like UI UX now for things to start feeling like a little sterile if you're using stock icons all the time so for me yeah, I'm like oh absolutely. is this like a way to you know add a little pizzazz uh, yeah exactly <laughs> I think I'm, I'm also kind of like I've been trying to search within presentation recently of like how do you like not have it be so stale of a presentation and just have those stock images that everyone's going to see. And like it's almost to a point if you just have a stock image in a the presentation, they're almost not even going to pay attention to it because they've seen it a thousand times <laughs> like online on Google Images or something like that. So it doesn't even really display the message that you're trying to tell almost. So, yeah. So as you mentioned at the beginning, you've had a, quite a handful of internships. Um, how did you go about getting finding those internships and applying and and figuring out which ones you wanted to follow? Yeah, so I guess a lot of it comes down to networking. So I remember, yeah, my sophomore year, I sent out over 200 applications because I just figured like, like the way it works, right? You find a job and then you apply, right? That's how it works. (laughs) I was wrong. I was wrong about a lot of things. But um, I think like over the years, what I've come to realize is like every single position I've gotten, with the exception of maybe like Johnson & Johnson, that was just like a cold application. Like almost every offer I've received has involved some form of networking. So whether that's like a career fair or like going to a hackathon or going to a meetup or I know like my manager this summer, like I had connected for years before on Instagram because we were both at NASAR. Like it's like stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Where, yeah, just those people to people connections are really important for like getting your resume in um, in the first place. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. People are more likely to listen to someone they know than just a random application they receive in an email, you know? Yeah. And like the other thing is like, I guess... Not to say I respect HR, but a lot of the times if you're not, like, maybe you're not going to, like, a brand name school, um, like, your application just might not even pass their initial screener. So, yeah, like, I've had true. moments where, like, I'm in the interview and they're like, oh, it's great talking to a few, like, can you send in your formal application? And I'll be like, oh, I applied a few weeks ago. Um, hopefully it was received. Um, <laughs> there are definitely, there's been a lot of those situations where it's just, like, it doesn't make it through that first hurdle for whatever reason. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so based off your experience with multiple internships, what do you think your, your end goal is? Or, you know, what's your next step? What, what do all these internships add up to? For oh, you? goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think it's definitely been a process of soul searching, more or less. So I think, like, I've kind of landed in the realm of strategy just... I don't want to say by chance. I think it's what I'm mm-hmm. strongest at, but I don't think I realized that was a field until maybe my third internship. Um, and I finally, because like Fidelity, I was like, oh, you can do design. You can make money. Um, Mercedes-Benz, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if automotive is the right place where I can do some impactful work. 
working yeah. yeah but working with like a big pharmaceutical company there were some things where i was like oh there are certain business decisions that you might make at the cost of consumers mm-hmm. and most recently i guess i've been thinking about like kind of what does the role of innovation play in change management so what does that lead to though right um i think i guess i'm interested in messy problems i'm interested in impactful <laughs> problems i want to work with cool people learn new things and i guess I'll be directly like next steps, like working with Gensler as a design strategist. So gotcha. should be Very exciting, cool. should be interesting. Could you explain a little bit what each internship was like? It sounds like most of it was design strategy oriented or, or business and design strategy combined. Mm-hmm. So yeah, could you just speak on that a little? Yeah, certainly. So Fidelity Investments was um, a UX design internship, but I was mostly working in the strategy realm. So I was kind of supporting my manager with journey mapping across different business units just to help identify like who's doing what, where, where are the handoffs, where are the pain points. Then with Mercedes-Benz, I was supporting their university collaboration team. And so a lot of that summer was supporting, there was like a main event where we flew in 40 students from like six different countries or so and had uh-huh. to host them. So it was kind of organizing those logistics and then also organizing a Mercedes-Benz experience day. So calling up universities and being like, hey, this is an event, like here's what's going on. Um, but a lot of that learning mostly just came from like navigating different cultures and thinking about communication from that lens. Hmm. Um, Johnson Johnson was like insights and experience strategies and more on the research, working on social media campaign and, um, kind of like an artifact that went along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past summer I was with the innovation team of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. There's many of them, <laughs> but, um, and there I was kind of work supporting one of their initiatives and like made some like wireframes to support like pitching digital experiences and also just develop some like general frameworks and tools for like interview screeners and things like that as well. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's been kind of all over the place, to be honest. Yeah, I'm like, oh goodness. Like That's good, though. It's absolutely good. Um, yeah, and it's, it reminds me of uh, one of my mentor figures, and it sounds like you're definitely doing this. Uh, I remember one of my mentor figures, she told me it's like your, your job, like you're jumping from job to job, and it's necessarily like not just trying to find what position like suits you, but like what skills you can take from each thing and then eventually leading that to what it is that you're trying to do instead of just trying to find a one job that has the right position, keep collecting skills. And it sounds like you're doing that, doing it perfectly. Oh, no, um, far from perfect. But I think like, yeah, like some of it is just how do you frame it? So like when you're mm. like interviewing for a specific like position, like what are the skills I want to take and like call out, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, now, are there any... Currently, are there any artists or designers that have inspired you um, when it comes to your own art and design work? Yeah, so I guess there's kind of like two components to that. There's like the artists, there's the designers. Um, Yeah, that's why I said both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but I I guess like in the realm of artists, like I love comics as a form of like storytelling, like words plus images, like Mm -hmm. Jillian Tamaki and um, Lee Lei, I think, like they both have like great methods of just capturing these really real, really visceral, like raw stories, which I find really compelling. Um, And in the design space, Space 10, Ikea's design lab, they're always doing like some wacky, like experimental stuff. Um, Oh, nice. But it's usually really like thought provoking and thinking about like, how do we relate with our environment? So Mm -hmm. lately I've been really digging into that. That's cool. I'll have to definitely check that out. Um, So what are you working on currently? Yeah, so currently not nothing too major. So I just wrapped up an internship. I recently this I guess yesterday, 
um, was working on, it was kind of like a window painting thing as part of Experience Chinatown, um, which the Pow Center runs every fall. Um, so I've been working on that and then just gearing up for the new job, moving, all those shenanigans. So. Oh, man. Where about you moving from, from and to? Um, just Mission Hill to JP, so nothing okay. too okay. wild, but... Not too bad. <laughs> but still, a move can be a little bit stressful nonetheless, for sure. Definitely. All right. Now, what advice would you give to anyone pursuing design? Oh, goodness. Anyone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is a tricky question in part because design oh, is yeah. so big, Broad. but yeah. generally... Well, oh. <laughs> to, to help you focus, yeah. uh, like if, if someone is in a, a similar path as you, let's say you just had okay. an internship at Fidelity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. What, what, what advice might you have for that? Yeah. So I guess generally, I think one of the biggest learning things I've like had over the years is just the fact that design is iterative and your first, the first time you do anything is not going to be perfect. Um, I think that probably applies to like a lot of things in life, but just getting over that hurdle of being like, oh, it's not good enough and just being willing to be like, yeah, the first time I make it, it's going to be bad, but I'm going to make it again. And even if it feels good the first time, chances are like if I go through this a couple more times, it'll be a lot better. So just making sure to hone on on, like the problem rather than an idea or solution. Mm. Excellent advice. Yeah, certainly an iterative process. (laughs) All right, so where can we find more of your work? Yeah, so my website is JillianDKing.com, and then I'm also on Instagram at JillianDKing. Awesome. Jillian, uh, thank you very much for speaking with us and talking with us. It was awesome to hear everything about what you're doing currently and the work that you've done. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was great speaking with you guys. Of course. Yeah, it was great seeing you again and uh, checking in to see what progress we've all made since uh, graduating. You can reach us on our Instagram at bad underscore media underscore and our email at badboston.media. listening to the Boston Artists and Designers Podcast, created to provide insight to all kinds of creative minds by sharing the work and experiences of our peers and discussing what inspires and drives them. The goal is to create a platform for collaboration, networking, discussion, and education. Bad Podcast is created and hosted by Calder McKay and John Chevrette. Music by Tom Abbott. John and I are just getting started and hope to get better over time and with your feedback. Thanks again for listening.